Tuesday, 13th of June, 2023. For as I was passing through, and considering the objects of your worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God. Therefore, the one whom you worship without knowing, him I proclaim to you. Acts 17, 23. The translation of the NKJV clears up many of the errors of the KGV, but it still is not literal enough. The verse reads, For passing through and analysing your venerations, I found even a platform on which had been inscribed, God unknown. Whom therefore, not knowing, you worship? Him I proclaim to you. C.G. The previous verse opened Paul's speech at the Areopagus, noting that he perceived the men of Athens were super spiritual. He continues now by giving his reason for stating that, saying, for passing through. He is referring to his walk through the city of Athens. While he was in the process of doing so, he explains, and analyzing your venerations. The word translated as analyzing is found only here and in Hebrews 13.7. It comes from two words signifying upwards and to gaze upon. Thus, it means to attentively look at something and examine it while doing so. The word translated as venerations is a single Greek word, sebasma, a noun used only here and in 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 4. It is derived from sebasomai, to revere or be in awe of. It has almost no comparable English word. It covers not only an idol that is itself the object of worship, nor is it merely an icon that represents something worshipped. Rather, the word encompasses both thoughts and more. Paul is using a word to describe all of the monuments that are venerated within the city. However, if the verb venerate is changed to a noun as the object of veneration, then it conveys the sense. Being plural to cover all that Paul is referring to makes it venerations. Most translations paraphrase the words and say objects of worship. It speaks of idols, icons, statues, altars, memorials, etc. Anything that is worshipped would fall under this broad word. While perusing all of these things around Athens, he says, I found even a platform. The word is bomos and it is only found here in scripture. It is from the same as basis, a step which then also speaks of a foot. Thus, it refers to a stand, podium, or platform. The Greek translation of the Old Testament uses this word to describe the altar that was built in Joshua 22. But there is no reason to assume that this was an altar in the traditional sense. Of this platform, Paul notes, on which had been inscribed God unknown. The Greek reads with an adjective and a noun, agnosto theo, unknown God. The words to, the, an, etc. are often added for supposed clarity. 
But the fact that the platform was set apart with the words inscribed on it means that the verbs and or articles are unnecessary. The platform itself reflects the to part of the equation. If the word an or the is added to unknown, then it signifies that something is actually known about that god. Of this inscribed platform, Vincent's word studies says, quote, Under these circumstances, an allusion to one of these altars by the apostle would be equivalent to his saying to the Athenians thus, You are correct in acknowledging a divine existence beyond any which the ordinary rites of your worship recognize. There is such an existence. You are correct in confessing that this being is unknown to you. You have no just conceptions of his nature and perfections." End quote. Because of this, and with Paul's thoughts thus expressed, he next says, Whom therefore, not knowing, you worship. The word translated as not knowing is translated from the verb agnoeo. The a prefix signifies negation, and the word ginosko means to know. Because it is a present participle, it says not knowing. The meaning is that though they know there is a God because of general revelation in the created order, they also know he is entirely unknown to them, hence he is God unknown. There is nothing that can be known about him beyond what can be contemplated through his creation. And thus, there is an infinite disconnect between the two. Unless he himself makes the first move, nothing more can be known about him. However, Paul has now arrived at Athens, and he is going to tell them about this God who has, in fact, made that first move. Thus he says, Him I proclaim to you. The word translated as proclaim is kategelo. It is a verb form of the noun used in verse 17-18. There they said that Paul was a herald of foreign gods. Now he takes their words and turns them around, saying that he heralds God unknown to them. Life application. Studying the Bible is fun. Study your Bible. Most glorious and marvellous God, to much of the world you are unknown, frightening, confusing, or maybe ignored. But to those who have read your word and accepted its message, you are intimately close, comforting, and ever-present on our minds. We rejoice in you, because we know Jesus, who has revealed you to us. Thank you, O God, for the close and personal relationship we possess, because of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I was going through your city, and I saw the things you worship. I found an altar that has these words written on it. To a God who is not known. You worship a God that you don't know.
This is the God I am telling you about. Acts 17 verse 23